0: Osiris. Good morning, everybody. This is The Drop for February 2nd. A few things I want to tell you about. First, the new weird virtuosos making jazz for the post-internet age. A really interesting article from our friend Andy Cush uh, writing a pitchfork. There's a profile of artists like Domi and JD Beck and Mono Neon and others. Uh, Domi and JD Beck also happen to be nominated for a Grammy for Best New Artist this year. And it's just basically about how these amazing young jazz players are mixing in the humor and viral potential of the online age to create a new following and and very interesting music. They use you know sort of absurdist humor, costumes, self-deprecating descriptions of themselves on their websites and social media to kind of describe what they do and and to kind of contrast uh, to the the extreme talent that they have. This is a far cry from the extremely serious way that that we're used to musicians. Carrying themselves, or, or maybe some still do, um, in order to be taken seriously by the world. And uh, I, I wonder what those kinds of musicians like. I wonder what Radiohead thinks of Domi and JD Beck. I mean, they probably appreciate the the talent, but um, you know, it's a totally different approach. And as I make a show for not only as a podcast, but also for Instagram and TikTok, it just occurs to me how native it is to these next generations to live in the internet approach to things. And I feel like I have a long ways to go. Even my kids, who are You know, a little young for TikTok, they watch a lot of YouTube. And for a generation or two of kids, these platforms are going to be just where they discover new music. Um, It's going to be how they interact with the world in in some ways. And, you know, MTV was uh, that's what it was for us, or for me at least. And I'm reminded of that. I'm reading Questlove's book, uh, Music is History, and it's full of references to pop culture and new music in the 80s. MTV. Um, We're clearly, clearly beyond that. But, this article talks about artists like, like Mono Neon, who I mentioned, who we've worked with on a show, and explores this kind of crazy new world of music, um, the internet, and, and how to get in front of people these days. I think it's it's really interesting. And I'm excited to see how these new artists bubble up into mainstream consciousness, like Domi and J.D. Beck have done with their new album and Grammy nomination. And their new album, their first album, Pitchfork gave them a 7.3. Not bad. So um, follow along. Let me know what you think about this story and if you have other thoughts. All right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been announced. This year has a pretty eclectic list from Willie Nelson, Missy Elliott, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Sheryl Crow, Kate Bush, Iron Maiden, Joy Division, New Order, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, a Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. So the, just it's cool to see Willie Nelson, who I can't believe is not in the Hall of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame already. Uh, Willie Nelson, t- you know contrasted with Tribe Called Quest or Missy Elliott. Um, Warren Zevon clearly should be there. Um, I think The White Stripes, this is their first nomination, first eligibility. Um, Many have been been nominated a bunch of times. I think Kate Bush, this is her fourth time being nominated, and it seems obvious to point out that she had a recent resurgence in popularity because her song Running Up That Hill was featured on Stranger Things. Would she be nominated again if it wasn't for that show? Probably, given that this is her fourth time, but maybe she'll get in this time. And um, it feels like a pretty diverse list to me, but what what do you all think? Uh, Who deserves to be included? Should anyone on here not be included? Who got snubbed? Who should be next? Uh, But I don't know. This thinking kind of ties into what I was talking about previously with the rise of these new musicians via YouTube and TikTok. It'll be interesting to see if Kate Bush's resurgence in popularity, it's not just that her song became more more popular or relevant it's that people started talking about her more i've heard more references to her from other musicians and um, people talking about their influences so it goes beyond just being featured in a in a show it's really like it it's it's into the consciousness in a way so may, maybe fish needs to needs to have a song in a new netflix show or a new hulu show and then they'd be then they'd be nominated in the rock hall of, rock and roll hall of fame we'll see All right, new music for 2023, Pitchfork released a rundown of a bunch of music coming up this year. Uh, there's too much to name, but check out the list. The link is in the show notes. The link for everything is in the show notes that I talk about, of course. I'm looking forward to the new albums from Boy Genius, The National, Tengo, among others. What are you all looking forward to? I, I probably missed some stuff. This list only goes through May, so clearly we'll be treated to a lot more new, new releases, new music this year, as well as many more tour and festival announcements. Um, let me know what you're looking forward to. And um, that's all I got for today. I'm looking forward to bringing you a few really fun things tomorrow on Friday. Please share this drop, this drop podcast review. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Osiris.